Thordis and Hair. It's the Thordis and Hair Show. We're back again. Yay, it's it's half. Hey, hair man, what's going on? Thordis on the Menjay. What's up, dude? <laughs> Feel that feedback on my mic? Jeez. Yeah, man. Get Damn. your equipment figured out over so there. So excited man. over here. Just amateur hour. What is going on, man? Episode what? 28. AP what was our theme song there? All day. I- I didn't uh, recognize it. Oh, that was Mighty Ducks, man. Mighty Ducks? Uh, Come on. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I mean, who watches Mighty Ducks for the theme song? Yo, stop, dude. That was like a part of the like weekly repertoire every week. I t- I'll tell you one day about the box of videotapes that I randomly got at my house one day. It was like 30 movies, and that pretty much built my entire movie knowledge base. Interesting. So yes. The box of porn started. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Back, Thordis and the Hair Show. Got a lot to talk about today. We are going to hop right into it for entertainment. We are going to do some quick bang bang five minute coverage of four subjects. And then we are going to hop into some awesome sports news, handing that off to the hair man. So, first of all, let's talk about Godzilla versus Kong. Hair man. Have you had a chance to see this? And I think I already know the answer. I have not, Thorne. I'm sorry to disappoint, but uh, uh, no. Can't say that Godzilla or Kong have ever been part of the the repertoire of the uh, people that I want to continue seeing as their new movies come out. So that's kind of what's playing against us. Okay, so that actually is a great point to kick it off so you have no interest in seeing monsters like battle it out in major cities and things like that. i definitely i so i i will watch this movie eventually because hey i have hbo max why not um but the big thing is i feel like they've just continued to make these movies over and over again and nothing about it has stood out for me to watch it in the first place so it's hard to you know get that traction on the road to begin with instead i'm just sputtering along Understood. So, I mean, I, I guess, you know, going back to me, you know, not necessarily it be Godzilla, but like any monster movie like that, I'm automatically like, I'm, you know, give, you know, I give me all your money or vice versa. Take all my money. Um, like I was really big on Pacific Rim. I was going to say Pacific Rim. Yes. But, but, then, but then I saw Pacific Rim and it kind of just like didn't hit the expectations, even though it was like a real vert not a real version but like a more adult take on power rangers that's all it was yeah, and maybe it, and honestly maybe that stems back from power rangers i don't know uh but you know i like I, pacific rim I saw yeah it. i mean it was okay i mean the second one i only saw bits and pieces i heard it did not get great reviews but uh but now going back i've always really liked godzilla even like the matthew broderick version um i had that on vhs back in the day watched the mm-hmm. watch that all the time uh, but no, when Godzilla got rebooted, I think it was back in 2014, uh, it was more like Jaws, where I liked the movie a lot, but it really focused on uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen's relationship. But it was a good movie, like really showed Godzilla sparingly, but I think the parts that they did show him was really good. Um, the fact that Cranston, spoiler alert, died within the first 20 minutes was very disappointing. Classic. Uh, classic. But <laughs> then came- as like the what the third lead, basically. Yeah, basically. Or no, as the lead, I would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then King of the Monsters comes out and Godzilla is fighting all these big monsters that he fought back in like the older movies. And um, it, unfortunately, it was I mean, you know, any of these movies, the, the human story is not going to be great. The human story wasn't terrible, but the actual action itself, it was like very choppy. It was all at night. It was like hard to see what was going on. Um, so it was very easy to kind of get bored with it. So going into this, um, I liked Kong Skull, Skull Island. I thought they set it up very nicely to cross over with Godzilla. And to tell you the truth, out of all of these movies, this was probably my favorite just because the the action itself. So, right, yeah, I mean, right away, there's three big action pieces that, I mean, honestly, within the first 20 minutes, Godzilla and Kong are fighting, which is nice. awesome. I mean, that's yep. what we're here to see. This is and, like the anti-Avenger movie, basically. Yeah, I mean, and you have like, you know, Millie Bobby Brown, Brian Tyree Henry, Alexander Skarsgård, Kyle Chandler. But dude, Kyle Chandler's maybe in this movie for six minutes total. Okay. And Millie Bobby Brown, Brian Tyree Henry and the uh, I forget who was the who the other person was. Um, they were kind of like the, you know, the weird, like odd couple, like, you know, funny group that was all ragtag, you know, trying to get through to people and whatever else. But okay. um, I, I really liked the the action in this. The CGI was incredible. They spent a lot of money on this movie. Well, a lot of time to do it. So, yeah. And, and <laughs> honestly, they make 
I feel, honestly, I feel like King Kong is the main character of this movie. Like okay. Godzilla doesn't have as much personality as Kong because I mean he's not being you know taken on as like the innocent thing. Godzilla is the one attacking here, and they're bringing in Kong to defend him. Mm-hmm. But all of this ends up to where they end up fighting Mecha Godzilla at the end, and then it kind of goes into Pacific Rim territory, and it gets kind of like all right, like this is this is fun, but yeah, it's time to end this thing. Is it setting up another movie? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, they end up going and, uh, you know, spoiler alert. Sorry, guys, if you haven't, you know, if you're the first time into this podcast, sorry, we're, we're, we're getting right into it. Uh, but like it, it goes into Kong, you know, knowing his way into hollow earth and hollow earth is like this alternate like uh, reality where all of these monsters come from, basically all these titans. Uh, so there's a lot behind it. Can, yeah, you know, this is Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kong is wielding an axe half the time. Um, the one thing I really did like about this, so Kong and Godzilla fight in the water, then they fight in the city, and then they have one uh, big fight, and Godzilla ends up taking him down. And, like, it clearly, like, has his foot on his chest. Kong is down. Godzilla is the winner. So the fact that they gave a definitive winner was awesome. And then uh, Godzilla goes off to fight Mechagodzilla, which is somehow connected to one of the other monsters' brains from the previous movie. Um, and you have this guy controlling it, and then Kong helps Godzilla take down Mechagodzilla. So I'm at, like, it's awesome. Like it's, it's, a, that it's, it's the definition of a popcorn movie. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's all I'm right. thinking this entire And time. I feel like I don't really need to go too in depth with it, with it because the, the, the human story does not matter in any regard. Like, okay. yes, you've seen these characters before there's, they're tied in, but I couldn't tell you what the story was. I mean, I know Millie Bobby Brown was running around, you know, trying to figure out what was wrong with Godzilla. Then you had the one girl who was talking to Kong. Kong actually communicates in this movie, which is awesome. He learns sign language and is able to communicate with this little girl. Um, so I know I'm hopping around a little bit, but basically big overarching themes, awesome action. Kong is the main character, definitive winner you know fun joy ride for two hours oh cool so hbo max did it well i'm telling you what hbo max and i know i was going to bring this up later but i guess i'll bring it up now i mean i am so amped for mortal Kombat on friday nice it's gonna, uh, oh my and it's wait, getting great reviews fresh. hbo max uh it's gonna live and die by the snyder cut correct because that's pretty sure that was a prediction that you had uh what Four months ago. Yeah, I absolutely. I said if the Snyder Cut failed, then HBO Max would fail. And guess what? The Snyder Cut did not fail, and Godzilla Kong hit at a perfect time. You know why? Because it was. Uh, it was came it, out. Well, well, no. I mean, Snyder Cut came out obviously, but you know, it was a great. It was really one of the big movies that was back in theaters. So it was a perfect movie to get people out. It connects to all different kinds of ages, cultures. Gotcha. Uh, you know, all that, all that stuff. So I think like it's not going to go down as the greatest movie, but like I said, out of the four movies in this universe that we've had, I think I enjoyed this the most. That's what I like to hear. So, yeah. I mean, the last question that the the people want to know: How many thorts out of five? Yeah, I was thinking about this. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I would probably give this. I'm like teetering somewhere between like a three point two five and a three point five. Okay, so. And- Maybe that, that's just, got the Friday Night Movie written all over right there. All, all over it. So you know yeah. what? Just because I'm feeling generous, three. Let's go three and a half thorns. Three and a half thorns. Yes. Look at that. I wish someone is taking score. Pete, just me know. Write this down and let's <laughs> yeah. figure out what what scores we've given uh, movies so far. Yes, please. Okay. Halloween is up there at a five, I think. So. <laughs> no, I think I gave you Halloween. No, I'm messing. Like, up, like, messing I know, but like I think I gave it like a two, three, no, or something like that. We gave it relatively good scores. In, I don't know about Adam all that. Sandler movie. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Halloween special or uh, Halloween special. Yes. Well, dude, ho- you know what's during Halloween? You know what season is during Halloween? Hockey season. What season? Is it hockey season? Oh, hockey season. Yes. You, you look at that. And do you know so. the only thing that I like that's associated with hockey here, man? Uh, Miracle on Ice. I actually really do like Miracle. That's an awesome yeah, movie. Yeah, you better. Who do you play for? America. I play for the United States of America. Uh, nah, man, I love the Mighty Ducks, man. That was oh, obviously nice, nice. Uh, that was obviously the theme song that I started off with. Thanks for calling me out. Nobody's gonna recognize it, but guess what? I will. If you're a diehard ni- a '90s kid, you will recognize it. Okay. 
I was just getting people hooked because now they know the Mighty Ducks are coming eventually. So they wanted to see. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. So Disney Plus um, added again. They are, I believe, five episodes in or four episodes in one of the two on Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And this is a sequel extension of the Mighty Ducks universe. And before we hop into the show, yes, this will be spoilers up to this point, but you're not going to be missing too much, to be honest with you. But uh, what's your background with the Mighty Ducks, man? Before, Because I can mean, I can go on for days, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, some- we had the, I think we had the DVD of the, the try, uh, you know, the, the three set. And it was one of my favorite movies growing up. All of them uh, had plenty of the Mighty Duck marathons with sleepovers and such. So, you know, still don't understand why Abraman didn't give up his spot in D2. Stop. How, why Charlie did. Conway didn't play it. That, honestly, <laughs> it's the my third biggest best player, but whatever. It's the my biggest gripe, right? And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but all right, out of, out of your three, I'm going to give you my first. So D2 is my favorite. Out of yeah, D2 three. is the best one. Without yeah. D3 is my least. I say D, do you like, I, I, I go back and forth because there's parts of D3 that I really like. Like, I really like the fact that Keenan Thompson's in it and like, yeah. it's a lot funnier than Mighty mm-hmm. Ducks, but like the Mighty Ducks is a better movie. I think, I think uh, D3, you would enjoy more going back to it older. Uh, Cause I feel like I didn't really enjoy D3 when I was a kid, but then I like, understood some of the stuff that's going on and i was yeah. like okay i i get it now this is pretty i mean movie. i just i think but it all automatic- is also amazing so it's hard to right well i mean bombay is not really in the third one except for that dude that i mean one of the scenes still to this day that gets up. me is him and charlie conway and he calls and he tells charlie that he's the real man minnesota miracle man yeah that's what dude that's, that's a great scene i don't care what movie you're in that is an awesome scene uh, but, uh, you think of Estevez while they're uh, filming that scene back in whatever 1997, he's like, "We'll come back to this one day. <laughs> Disney will drag me from." The I, yeah, I mean, I hope so, man. But we're definitely going to get into that a little bit, and I think this is going to be a great subject because I think this ties into a couple episodes ago where we even went into, uh, you know, Paramount Plus relying a lot on nostalgia, and now we see Disney Plus kind of uh, diving back into that. You know, I know that you know there's already been, you know, we talked about like that's so raving coming back and like certain shows that were big that are now making um, comebacks and Disney is now on board with that. So, um, you know, like going back to it, these were great movies. They were, you know, Estevez at his finest and I really enjoyed them. That was a part of the 30 movies that was included. All three of these movies were on VHS and I watched the heck out of them. Good. I've been upset if they were not part of this collection. Oh, man, it, dude, it was awesome. So so where we leave D3 is obviously, uh, you know, they, after one game, they win against the varsity. The whole team is renamed the Seton Hall Mighty Ducks, which I don't yeah. know how that works. Uh, so this takes place, obviously, in, in modern day. And we catch up with a kid in Minnesota who's playing for the ducks by this point the ducks are like the hot shot team they're basically like the hawks in the first uh in the first mighty ducks now right yeah. so uh this kid's playing for the mighty ducks and he ends up getting cut so his mom is the chick from gilmore girls the mom oh yeah i was gonna Lauren. say this is lauren graham yes yes mighty ducks. lauren graham which you know i'll get into my thoughts about that in a hot second but it's the kid it's one of the kids from uh bad, from good from bad. Good, Something. good, uh, good boys. Good times. Good boys. Good. Boys. good yeah. yeah. So that was, uh, I saw the, that. It, yeah, I really liked him in good boys. So, uh, yeah, yeah. is it good boys? I don't I, know. It's good boys sounds right because it was like a weirdly named. I good think, I, yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So I really, I think he plays Thor in good boys. So I really liked yeah. him. Uh, so he gets kicked off this team that his mom's like, OK, we're going to start our own team. So he tries to, you know, do the ragtag you know, group, uh, you know, rag up all these random people from school, ends up okay. starting a team called the Don't Bothers, which I mean, whatever. Not a very good name. And she's the coach and they rent out ice time at this place called the Ice Palace. And guess who runs the Ice Palace? Hans. Bombay. Ah, Bombay. So, so it's Hans's old place that Bombay got from. Him. Makes sense. Yeah. Right. So at this point, Gordon Bombay is literally like this crumpy, crumpy, grumpy old, like just owner at this point. He's just like putzing around eating French fries. What and does Bombay's resume look like at this point? 
because yeah. he was, you know, minor so we league find out star. We, we just found out in the la- in one of the last episodes that he went to go coach at St. Paul State or like one of the co- colleges and did really well, but then hit got hit with like a NCAA infraction and then ended up taking over the Ice Palace and like he's been kind of living in shame basically. Nice. Okay. Um. So you can already tell like Lauren Graham and him are going to get together. Like that that whole relationship is building up, and she's trying to coach these kids. They get actually absolutely wrecked the first couple games. Um, the main kids getting frustrated, but meanwhile, they're all growing together as a team. Classic. And slowly Bombay is starting to like help them out gradually. But uh, at this point, I mean, Estevez has already said, Disney said that this was going to be comfort food and it's not what I would prefer as far as a direction they would go just because it's got, it's got a lot of like cheesiness to it. It's got yeah, a what's, lot. What's our target demo for this show? Oh, man, I would say target demo would be t- uh, probably between like 10, 10 and 25, maybe okay. not even 25, maybe like 10 and 21. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, it, it's got to be meant. For, yeah, they're trying to get our target target audience back, too. And I think the next yeah, episode, our generation's kids now watching. So, it. <laughs> so I saw a picture a couple of weeks ago. I think next episode has Gee, Connie Monroe uh Averman, Fulton and uh Adam Adam Banks. Adam Banks. Nice. Yes. And oh, Kenny Wu too, I think. Nice. <laughs> so I think they come back, but um but yeah, I mean it's not like I would have liked it if Charlie was like playing and him and Bombay are still or like doing something together. So that's kind of the direction I wish they did. I know there was a movie rumored a couple couple years ago, but um, at this point, like, like, yeah, it's kind of going downhill. Started good for me. Like, the, they were hitting the tones with the music. Bombay was good. I really was intrigued by his story. But then last episode, it was all about, like, this mom uh, slap shot competition. And I'm nice. just like, all right, come on, man. Like, spoiler, who won? Lauren Graham. But then, but then she got hit with it. But then she got hit with a technicality. So, and she's tra- you're trying Cheater. to tell me Lauren Graham, who's pushing 50, I think, can hit the puck 41 miles an hour oh that's Lorelai that's got Lorelai written all over it it. um so (laughs) at at this point I'm hoping they pick it up I really am um because I am kind of losing interest to a certain I'm still going to finish it but 30 minute episodes I forget how many episodes it is but I hope it starts getting more into the Mighty Ducks flair which I think it will because this is actually the same director from the original oh okay nice yes which that was a cool thing so up to this point and you know what i'm gonna wait till the show's done to give a rating yeah that's totally fine i didn't want you to give a rating because you don't know what the ending's gonna be like uh right. but no okay so half hour on disney plus it's uh four at five episodes and you know how many episodes are in the season yeah i want to say maybe 13 i think okay. I, yeah i think there's so time to catch up for sure yeah time to catch up but yeah i mean it's good like it's got some moments to it but it's definitely got some cheesiness to it as well Ten thoughts. <laughs> Is that even possible? <laughs> maybe the Dark Knight. Um, nah, maybe maybe this movie, man. I doubt it. But ah. this this next movie we're going to talk about. Um, uh, just you know, wanted to briefly touch base on this because we talked about this beforehand. So the Flash is finally beginning production. I cannot believe it. But after I think about seven or eight directors that were announced for this movie, no lie. Uh, they are finally moving forward and With Zack Snyder. All right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So now, I mean, not Zack Snyder, but I'll give you even better. I'll give you two Batman, maybe even more, depending on what they do. There has been rumors that Christian Bale has uh, been talked to for this movie as well. But the thing I just wanted to officially touch base on was Ezra Miller is definitely playing Flash. Supergirl is going to be in this movie. They've casted his parents. This thing is moving forward. And we have Michael Keaton playing Batman once again. And we have Ben Affleck playing Batman once again. Hairman, you know how I feel. How do you feel about this? You think Pattinson's going to be playing Batman in this movie? <laughs> no shot. I think he's very upset with how things have fallen. Oh, yeah? Why so? Because now you've never had this before to where there have been multiple live action Batman to this level. And Do you think the likelihood that there these uh, branches will continue growing is high or low? What do you mean branches? Will there be another Ben Affleck Batman movie standalone? So there's rumors right now that he's got two stipulations, a buttload of money. And if, the, if they 
if they reinstate the Snyderverse. The only way that Affleck is coming back is, but here's the thing. There is a lot of push coming back from like a Deathstroke series coming out because Joe Manganiello has come out and talked about what that series or movie would have looked like. And it basically would have been uh, him taking out all of the Batman villains and find, and I mean, he finds out who Batman is in the Snyder cut. So it would be just a whole like, game of assassin versus assassin basically which would have been awesome uh so i think there's a really good shot at this point at because they're doing the flash movie if they weren't doing the flash movie i would say you know what i think they're just going to leave it as it is because they're doing this i think it's a almost 100 percent guarantee that this will not be the last time you see Affleck as batman interesting there you have it the thought guarantee ladies and gentlemen. because there's too much money on the table there's a lot of money on the table and Ben did a, do a pretty good job. He and he's back in good. shape. He's got no, but here's the thing, because like to answer your question on the reverse side, there's no more major uh, pressure on him because of the multiverse now. That's All right. True. You know, Affleck doesn't want to do this and take a couple years off. All right. Here's a Keaton movie. Here's another Pattinson movie. Like that. It's just going to get confusing for people. And I understand why Pattinson is pissed because this is like, there being two James Bonds at, at one, you know, at one time. It, it's the exact same thing. You've had characters that have taken on this role over time, and now you have two major characters or major actors playing the same character at one time. So it creates all kinds of weirdness and friction. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, I enjoy it. I think it's cool. I think that they're going to continue letting these branches grow. Do you think there's going to be another Keaton Batman movie? What's the guarantee percentage of that? Yeah, I mean, he may be a kind of guy that like pops up. And a couple things. I mean, honestly, if if I had my way and I wanted to do my clever Lang prediction, I would sit here and say that I want him to do a Batman Beyond movie where he plays the older Bruce Wayne and he is teaching Terry McGinnis how to be Batman. That is, that's what I want to see, dude. And that like that 150 percent bring back Nicholson, bring back all of them. Because guess what? Nicholson was supposed to come back for the third Batman that Keaton, that Keaton dropped out of anyway, where Marlon Wayans was supposed to play Robin, which we can talk about that another day. <laughs> That's I a great. Know, yeah, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. That was going to be Robin Williams going to play the Riddler. It was a whole thing, man. Oh, man. I think Kristen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's a whole other thing. So really excited about that more pumps for Keaton than anything. Can't wait to see what they do with him. I think I hope it's more than like a five minute thing. But um, I mean, he's Batman. Do you anticipate the next Justice League to be a multiverse play? Uh, I think it eventually gets there. I don't think you're I don't think you're too far off because now this Flash movie kind of just breaks the whole thing open. So I think there's potential for this to be kind of like an Avengers or excuse me, a uh, Justice League like 1.5 because that's what it orig- that's what the rumors were originally that it was. That it was going to take place in like this alternate future because that's what the that's what Flashpoint is. Basically, he goes back, saves his mother, and then every he comes back and everything's changed. Mm-hmm. Like Aquaman is like this ruthless king. Uh, I, you know, Wonder Woman's going around killing people. So I think there's going to be a lot more people in this movie than we think. So gotcha. That's yep. Exciting. Yep. Give Pretty me two awesome. guarantees other than Keaton and Affleck. Uh, two you know, people you feel really strongly that you'll see. Man. Um. Can't just say uh, man. It's got to be someone. Uh, oh, I definitely think we're going to see the TV flash in this. Oh, yeah? I think that's almost a guarantee because Ezra Miller was on TV. Yeah. But, he popped in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All Versus right. What's Gra- Graham Garo, Graham something. Graham Gustin. Gustin. Or Grant, Grant Gustin. Yeah. So I think that's going to happen. And then, uh, you know what? I'll throw in Superman for the heck of it. Maybe Superman gets rocked in there for a little bit. But then they have to renegotiate. Uh, Henry Cavill's contract, but Supergirl's going to be in it. So you're going to you tell me Supergirl's going to be in it, but Superman's not. It's true, you know, true. it makes a lot of sense. Yep. So there you go, man. When, do, when is the Flash coming out? When, when should our listeners expect it? And I believe it's coming out fall of next year. Uh, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. Really, that sucks. I believe. I believe anything called love. All right, man. Well, moving on to hit Unless our last in. entertainment topic of the day we had a big trailer drop for a another highly anticipated marvel movie shang chi and the legend of the ten rings uh did you have a chance to watch this my man i enjoyed this film very much it's not similar to what we have the film did you get a uh, ba- you know backstage passes to see the entire film 
I did actually. Yeah, are you a little jealous there? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm super jealous. You didn't invite me. Come on, man. Oh, well, I only had two tickets and I brought my invisible friends. So uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I did see the trailer. Uh we came out within an hour. I saw it on Reddit and I was like, Yep, this is right up my alley. And I I was uh, thrown off a little bit by how non-Marvel it seems, but uh mm. also at the same time, that's fine. You know, we we've learned that we love the Marvel uh prototype and we're going to continue probably liking the new stuff as we've learned with WandaVision and a little bit with uh, Winter Soldier. So, Yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I think, and I think this is a great thing, I think this is going to be like the Asian version of Black Panther. It it very much seems like we're going into that world that we're not familiar with. We're going to be learning about this entire new background, new culture. I think it's going to have a little flair of Mortal Kombat in there because I think there's a tournament that's in this movie as well. But uh, but no, I mean, I think it's a great it's not a ton of actors that I'm familiar with. You know, obviously, I know Aquafina and I know a couple Mm -hmm. other people, but uh, but Seema Liu, he was in. uh, uh, Come on. Uh, It was it was on Netflix. Kim's Convenience. It was a funny okay. sh- So he was in that. I watched that a little bit. He's a good actor. Um, what did you think of him from not being familiar with him, the lead actor? I mean, you know, you knew it was going to be how many Asian uh, actors are you really, truly familiar with other than like, you know, Ken Jong at this point? Like, yeah. So uh, I knew it was going to be someone that I, I didn't have familiarity with, but that's the, the, the theme of the new direction that Marvel's going, you know, the, the new phase. They have to bring in these new people who nobody really uh, knows you. They got they got to get eight years out of these people, eight fifteen years, like right. And they got and well, it's like, you know getting them young too and signing them up for these contracts that are going to save money in the long term. We're going to work for them. Uh, but no, I see a little bit of you know Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon broken into this. Uh, I'm really curious because now we're really going to see the Mandarin, which the Mandarin is mm-hmm. really an Iron Man villain. He's basically the Joker to Iron Man's Batman. Um, and now we're going to see Shang-Chi. It looks like he's going to have the 10 rings, which the 10 rings are kind of very similar to the Infinity Stones and each like has a certain power in the comics. But it almost looks like they have one power in these um, in these previews. But it, uh, I got I also got like a crazy rich Asian vibe. You know, yeah, kinda, yeah. there's a kind of yeah, kinda, maybe it's because they have a couple of the same actors. But uh, but no, I think it's good. I think it's a nice different uh, taste of, you know, t- to the palate. And I'm excited for it, you know, dropping in September. I'm glad we're kind of getting back into the swing of Marvel with everything hitting now. Black Widow's coming up. Then we get hit with Shang-Chi. And I feel like we're going to it's going to be a big, uh, a big impact on the Marvel Universe. Makes sense. Now, how does Shang-Chi kind of fit into the marvel universe do you expect him to show up in a future avenger film anything like that yeah so if you notice all these movies that are in here are going to be more along like the myth mystical and like elemental and and you know fantasy you know side side of things so i can see him i really think that captain marvel is going to show up in this movie just because of the director dan uh what is it daniel Destin Creighton, I forget what uh, his last name is, but he direct every movie he's directed except for this one has had Brie Larson in it. Gotcha. So I'm gonna almost put money on it that Brie Larson shows up. <laughs> um, but if if she doesn't, it could be anybody at this point. I mean, it could be Doctor Strange rounding up some guys. I mean, it's gonna. I think the Ten Rings are gonna have a big a part to do with it. Uh, and then like you know, he's gonna summon a dragon as well. So I'm very curious because I'm trying not to think too much into it because I want to be surprised. But this is all going to lead to something like this, you know, something massive, another Avengers level event. And I don't necessarily know what that's gonna be at this point. Gosh, I think this is the first time I've ever heard you uh, a little tongue-tied about what the future of Marvel holds. So good because, work, Marvel. They've done a good yeah, job. Yeah, I mean, point. because I don't know. I, uh, you know, I know that they're eventually leading to like Kang the Conqueror, maybe, and then like the Fantastic Four. But so many things are up in the air with Fantastic Four and X Men. That's why I'm kind of just like. I'm just enjoying it, man. I'm trying not to dig too deep with it. I don't really want to know all the theories anymore. I kind of just want to sit here and and enjoy it and go along for the ride. And obviously, you know, with WandaVision, I was as deep into the theories and the, you know, the tinfoil hat paranoia as anybody. But um, but now, I mean, I love it, man. I'm just trying to enjoy it. And like I, I like going into things, not knowing a ton. Um, and being caught off guard because I've had too many things ruined for me in the past. Yeah, that's hilarious because, yeah, I totally know you as the guy who does look into anything uh, pre-hand about a, a film or a uh, storyline like Marvel. You know, the guy knows yes. the entire universe before the universe has even begun to explain to the normal viewer. Yeah, sure, Thor. Everyone believes that. Hey, man, I'm just trying to, you know, just scroll trying to find a knot, dude. Just, you, know, you know how it goes so it's like uh, shang chi in september october sometime around yeah i think it's september 3rd so i'm excited for it um 
you know, hoping that I, I'm very curious to see if Black Widow actually drops on Disney Plus and they make you pay for it. I think they're going to, but I'll pay for it. I'll pay. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll pay for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Black Widow could show up in it. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a ton of different things that could happen. And you're ready for every single one of them. Yes. Sign me up. Um, <laughs> Give the right. man surprises. <laughs> yes, please. All right, man. Well, dude, I'm going to pass you that baton. Let's get into some sports. Yeah. So we obviously have been away for a while and then only came back last week to talk about basketball. So I do want to talk chat about football because we, there was a lot of stuff going on at the beginning of free agency. Yeah. I think, uh, would you agree this was more than we're used to in those first uh, half day, I would say, after free agency is... Uh, I would, if you would, I would say like 10 years ago, I would say no, but I feel like the last couple of years have just been nuts. I just feel like people are like, it's kind of what we talked about and, and have been talking about like that two to three year plan where people are just blowing things up, like Stafford immediately getting traded for, for golf. Like things are going down. Like you see Trubisky's abandoned. You see Darnold getting traded. Like it's, it's just, I mean, Wentz getting traded, like everything is getting blown up. I totally forgot once got traded until you just said that. Yeah, man. It's just, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah, but so it's good though, right? This is what we want as fans. Yeah. I mean, this is what we want because, uh, you know, I guess I see it from both, from both sides. I guess if it's warranted, yes, you want to see a guy like an Aaron Rodgers play his entire career in Green Bay. That's true. Because, yeah. you, because you know, he's great. You want to see Mahomes play his entire career in Kansas City. But then you have these guys that are, you know, that cross over the line of good kind of give you glimpses of great, but usually are mediocre and they kind of fluctuate back and forth. Like Jared Goff, Jared Goff had everybody fooled for a hot second. Did not have this guy fooled. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. But, you know, to some people, Matthew Stafford is mediocre. And to some people, Matthew Stafford's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So it really depends on who you're talking to. And the same goes for Carson Wentz. People still somehow have faith in Mitchell Trubisky. Darnold goes for, I mean, you talk to our friends that have crazy faith in Darnold. And now the Panthers are talking about trading back. Which will, yeah, I, so it's crazy, man. I really, it, it all depends on the situation. Unfortunately, you know, you like, I can go back to a million different people, Ryan Leaf, David Carr, or Derek Carr, who are that David Carr with the Texans, people yeah. that have just been thrown into horrible situations that some get, get out of it, like an Alex Smith, and some never get out of it. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's either you catch lightning in a bottle and you're in the perfect situation, or you're just a journeyman who never makes it, you know, past anything nice i was not prepared for the the the, uh, thoughts right there but yeah uh, thank you thank you for that listen uh, i want to go into some of the teams and just kind of go over who is the newcomers coming in you know you tell me what what do you got a through f we'll give them a grade for how well they did okay Uh, and since we're picking most of the teams that did a lot you probably are going to give them better grades than anticipated but we'll start with the new england patriots a few notables they're bringing back cam newton they signed both Hunter Henry and Janu Smith, uh, traded for Trent Brown, the offensive tackle. They brought back old timers, Lawrence Guy and Kyle Van Noy. I mean, who are better than the Patriots to bring people back? Uh, brought in Matt Judon, uh, Jalen Mills, former Eagle. Am I yeah, he stinks. There? He's going to get toasted. <laughs> uh, and then I guess Justin Beth- Bethel. He's, I've heard of him before. But yeah, so. How do you feel about the Patriots? They spend so much money when we are so used to the Patriot way. You know, they're creating their own player. They're, are, you know, they're developing their own players and making sure they play the Patriot way. Suddenly they brought in all this talent, it seems. Uh, especially let's talk to uh, the first time they'll have two really, really good tight ends in a while. Last time this happened. Yeah, but I mean, they're still going to need a quarterback. So, uh, you know, my prediction for the Pats is I think they're going to have a top five defense because uh, they that you know that they were kind of at that level last year. And now Judon, I'm a big believer in him as well. Uh, so, I mean, Jalen Mills. Yeah, I mean, they've taken a lot of e- Eric or uh, Eagles rejects. I can't remember what his name was. Eric something who who went there previously that didn't really turn into anything. So I think it's going to be impeded upon Cam Newton. I think he's really going to be the make or break for them. But. At the same time, there's a lot of rumors that they're going to trade up and take a quarterback. And if I'm them, I do it. I absolutely do it because <laughs> you don't take one of the real quick, just because you don't take one of these first top top guys, because we've talked about it. You know, where is Mahomes landed? Where have all these these big quarterbacks landed between 10 and 28? 
whatever the case is, or like in rounds two or three. So I don't think necessarily taking one of the top guys, but then it's like, do they take Trey Lance? Does Mac Jones drop to them? Mac Jones is like typical what Bill Belichick would like. What about Justin Fields? Yeah, well, that's, that would be the same. I don't know if Justin Fields makes it that far. And that's the thing. So I, I you know, kind of not going on a huge tangent, but it's pretty much uh, unanimous across the board that Trevor Lawrence is going one to the Jags. Zach Wilson's going two to the Jets. And then number three, I mean, I'm hearing I, is Mac Jones. I'm here. But see, that's the thing. I'm, I heard I was hearing it was Mac Jones. And then today I was hearing that there's no way that he passes up Justin Fields. I don't really understand. I didn't think Mac Jones was that good of a prospect. And now suddenly he is potentially a top five pick. I think a lot of people are thrown off by his just physical appearance. Gotcha. Yeah. But apparently he lost 20 pounds, but you know, there's a lot of guys and, but I'll always go back to the Christian Ponder, Blaken Gabbard, Josh Freeman, that whole freaking draft. It was terrible. And all these quarterbacks got taken. It didn't do anything. So quantity of quarterbacks that are going to go in the top 10 or top 20 doesn't mean anything to me because these teams overreach every single year and the percentages are not in their favor. So I think literally, I think we have the potential for six quarterbacks to be taken within the top 12. Picks. It is wild. Uh, it's yep. definitely, and it, you know, you got to believe that maybe two of them will, will become really good, but it's also possible all six then, you know, who knows? Yep. Uh, so I'm pretty excited, but uh, yeah, I like how you brought that up because I do feel like the Patriots are are keen to trade up to 10, 11, 12, and then grab their quarterback yep. who's the fifth fifth best quarterback based on this draft exactly. system. I think that, I think that's a very real, very real possibility. And here's the thing: if Belichick can see the future and he wants to make the move to a more athletic quarterback, which I think he does because they resigned Cam, who's better to teach? A quarter, a young quarterback, then Cam Newton, who's been an That's MVP, true. who who knows how to run that style. I'm not saying that he needs to be a runner all the time, but if Cam was healthy, if Cam was Cam five years ago, you know, he like, dude, he was the MVP. You know, he was he was unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it's a very real possibility that one of these guys gets taken by the Patriots who trade up. I'm excited. Uh, yep. We'll see. Uh, when's the draft? Do you remember? I think it's the 29th. 29th so right around the corner ladies and gentlemen i think i think yeah i think that sounds about right uh not this weekend the following no yeah so i think following thursday so next thursday gotcha Ooh, maybe we have to have a draft preview like whoa oh, yes all right we might have to dig into that all right but uh for our next team how do you feel about the Tampa Bay Bucks, who will forever be connected to the Patriots through their quarterback. Yep. Uh, they brought everyone back. Uh, Levante David, they got uh, Shaq Barrett, Gronk, Chris Godwin, Lenny Fournette. Yep. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about them bringing everyone back? Is that the key? Do they need anything else, or can they run this back and make it happen again? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to – to you know have lightning strike twice with this because it, all it's going to take is a couple injuries to set them back or whatever but and you're not going to have antonio brown i'm not saying antonio brown made a huge 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 difference but you know we don't know what he's doing uh i'll be back he might be back he might be you know but with that um you know if brady stays healthy i think that they are automatically in the discussion for the conference championship at minimum um arians ha- is a great coach i i got so much respect for that dude um, and like you said, they're bringing everybody back, which is unheard of. So yeah. this is might be an anomaly situation because you don't see this because we see it every time. Every time a team wins the Super Bowl, they their whole team is depleted. You know, half their offense is gone because you know they're either free agents or they're getting traded or whatever else because they're coming from the Super Bowl. They want more, team. yeah. They exactly. Super Bowl. They won't get paid. They want right because now they, they can add that to their time. resume, and now everybody's got the Super Bowl. And now they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I really care about this team, but now I'm going to bounce for more money because I already got that Super Bowl on my resume. I also care about t- that team a lot, as it turns out. So I got right, to- right, right, right. It's very conflicted. Yeah, nah. Yep. So they bring them back. Uh, agreed that they. You know, they're defending champs until they yeah. lose. They are the best team. Uh, Yeah, I mean, until they lose, yeah, they are the best team. They are the Super Bowl champs, and they've set the precedent that they are a back half of the team season. So I can see them starting off like two and six or something like that and then finishing off 11 and six, winning the whole Super Bowl. You know, like that's typical what I could say. It's kind of like LeBron in the regular season. Brady and LeBron, are it's just cruise control, and he had it in cruise control with the Patriots and he has it with the Bucks now too. That's think, a dangerous uh, team. Last year was uh, as evident of cruise control for Tom Brady as we've seen in a long time and uh, forgot all about that kind of Tom Brady. Yup. 
Next one. Uh, one of your favorite teams, one of my favorite teams, the Cardinals. How do we feel about uh, them picking up James Conner, picking up AJ Green, uh, trading for Rodney Hudson, the center, getting JJ Watt, uh, who was the other? Malcolm Butler, uh, who I don't like at all. But, you know, how do you feel about the, the Cardinals? They are a few pieces away. Are they now? less pieces away yeah i mean they're definitely they're definitely a few pieces away and i don't know if i just have nba in the mind but they're very much like the clippers in my mind i feel like they're 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 trying to make these big signings and they're trying to make it work and they're doing everything again they're making the push they have no problem spending the money they have all the right pieces in place it's just they need to do it now um so you know you see flashes of greatness in all these but you look at aj green you know he hasn't the last four to five years he really hasn't played let's just call it what it is James Conner, you know, he's very injury prone, you know, and now you're going to split time between him and Kenyon Drake. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, uh, and, I think Drake went to the um, Raiders, actually. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're you're correct on uh, that. Edmonds. But, yeah, Ed, Edmonds. There you go. Because I was thinking about because I'm going to get in a reception. But yeah, either way, James Conner is not somebody that I necessarily rely on. I like Rodney Hudson. I think that's a good signing. J.J. Watt is, I mean, he's still great. He's better than 80% of the other DNs out there, even not being 100% J.J. Watt. But I think they need a little bit more. I think it's going to take a couple more pieces. It's hard to get hyped about JJ Watt knowing you're only going to get like 35% of the snaps you would have gotten. Right. Right. Um, Yeah, no. But uh, the Cardinals, you know, it seems like they, it's, is it a big splash that they need or are these little pieces, you know, maybe? I think it comes down to Connor Murray, man. I, you know, because it's not a bad, it's not a bad team. It's just they don't have any names that are really, Hopping off the boards here. I mean, that defense, that secondary is nasty. Let's call it what it is. But uh, but it's nasty. And that line is getting nastier. Jordan Hicks is a good middle linebacker. I missed that guy. I wish he could have stayed healthy for us. But um, there's too many questions on offense. D, it's like the Texans West. That they, there you go. There, there you go, Harris. That's exactly what I can tell. The Texans, Texans every year. The Texans, everybody was like, dude, the Texans are loaded. They're going to go to the Super Bowl, and then they would conk out the first or second round of the playoffs. Yeah. You know, I I see it very, very much a similar situation. Yeah, we'll see uh, at NFL preview how you're feeling, because I bet it's going to change. You're going to be like, I'm all about the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right. I'm pretty excited about the Giants Hall and this free agency. Should I be or should I not be? We got uh, Kenny Galladay on the big wide receiver signing. Uh, Leonard Williams is coming back. They got a Dory Jackson, uh, Kyle Rudolph, uh, a few little uh, Odenivo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I was jealous of the quantity of moves that the Giants were playing. I mean, Kenny Galladay's a great pickup. I was hoping the Eagles were going to get him because I was, you know, it's so great that that guy's career isn't going to just die away in Detroit because he's a really good wide receiver. I think it's going to be very similar to what happened with Plaxico when he first came. Yes. Oh, my God. Hire, you literally just took the words. I, dude, that's so <laughs> weird. You just said that. Because, like, diehards knew who Plaxico were, was, but not everybody knew. And then suddenly... Where Plaxico he was, like, the second guy. Yards. You know, and Galladay was, like, you know, was kind of, like, in that second guy territory yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, I'm totally with you. I think he's going to... But then again, it's going to come down to Daniel Jones. But he... Dude, that guy has no more excuses. Am I right? At, Especially as, if they get a wide receiver at 11. It, well, do you think they're going to take a wide receiver? I think they should. I think that makes the most sense. So I've been hearing rumors that they may take Micah Parsons, which I wouldn't hate. Uh, you know, maybe I heard my the, man's got a bad rap. Like I heard he's just not a good dude. Yeah, I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, a lot of people it, they don't like his like you know football IQ as well. Like it's weird. It's stuff you don't expect that to hear from a linebacker. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, my you know maybe it's just my Penn State love that it's uh, clouding my vision. But I wouldn't mind Mike, Micah Parsons. But I think it's got to be wide receiver. You might as well make the splash. You know. Especially with uh, this is gonna have like Odell written all over it, where he was the second wide receiver taken, ended up being you know Jamar Chase will probably go in the top ten, yeah. and then the I, I see that I see them Giants taking Devonte Smith. That's that wouldn't mind Devonte Smith. Wouldn't mind Jalen Waddle. I wouldn't mind. That's it. I, I think Waddle's. I think Waddle's going to Detroit. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun time. What is that? The 29th. Yeah. Yeah. Last. All right, give me the last one. Uh, your team. How the Eagles do? Is there is there a list here of what they? I mean, uh, my, my team, signed... my my coach is just busy playing rock paper scissors with all the draft process prospects. So, hey, they signed um, Anthony Harris. He was good. Like, dude, uh, they've signed these like backup guys from Minnesota. So it's like, come on, yeah, Anthony <laughs> Harris, right? Who was good like seven years ago? <laughs> uh, it's so frustrating. Honestly, I think they're just like 
they're tanking this year. I think they're pulling a Sixers and it's just like the process. So I think they may tank this. Uh, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be the answer. I think I've been avid about that. They have not done anything. Um, I, I, I think there's a real chance they may trade back again. I think it, they are so idiotic for trading back the first time because I don't want to hear this BS bogus stuff that they thought that the Bengals were going to take uh, Jamar Chase. The Bengals are going to take Penny Sewell. It's almost going to be a freaking lock. I will put so much money on the fact that they're going to take Penny Sewell. Joe, you know, he's got, dude, Joe Burrow has a scar on his left knee. You, you got to see. You got to protect your investments. You got to protect it. And he's sense. clearly the best offensive lineman in this draft. Yeah. So, you know, the top three picks are going to be QBs. Top four picks may be QBs. Uh, top five. Even. <laughs> top five. You know what I mean? Whatever the case is, it's absolute bogus, dude. So, you know, what's going to really piss me off when the Dolphins sit there at number six and take Jamar Chase. Because then what the what are the Eagles going to say that? Oh, well, we might have three picks next year. Okay, well, Jamar Chase is going to be, you know, rookie of the year again. So now two years in a row, you're going to miss out on that. Let's be honest. If the Eagles were to choose there, they'd probably pick the fourth best receiver anyway. And that's the thing. They would mess it up anyway. Every time you think it's such an easy decision, like, okay, Justin Jefferson here in your lap. No, we're going to take a guy you've never heard of. Uh, Who's it? It's Jalen Rager. No, who's the uh, who's the other guy that they could have had? Oh my God, CC Lamb, CD Lamb, no, oh, the man in uh, in Seattle. Oh, DK, my DK, boy, could have DK, DK Justin dude, Jefferson. DK is my favorite player in the NFL right now. He is he is crazy good. Well, it's because he rocks fourteen. He's just an absolute absolute monster. So, okay, that makes sense. Yep, um, there you go. Listen, Thornton, I'm going to throw a little curveball at you from one football to another football. Football. Have you heard about what's going on in the Super League or the No More Super League? It's been a busy 72 hours. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I actually caught a little bit of this. So, what? So, teams, uh, the bit like, the, I guess, what, the highest profile teams in uh, in the league over there, like, decided yeah. that they're going to, like, yeah, we're just going to break off and start this whole new league with the best, with, like, the best of the best teams. Basically, it's, like, the top best NBA teams just be like, nah, guys, we're going to start, like, the super NBA. So, this is very much a uh, an American, you can tell European soccer is being Americanized by this proposal because the way you, European soccer works is each uh, country has their own league, and then whoever plays the best in those leagues get to play in the Champions League, which is basically the European Championship League. So these people basically, and I know it was driven by the English teams because there's six good English teams, but only four are sp- yeah four spots in Championship League, so two are always out. Basically, they all got together and with the other good teams in in Europe and said, let's start our own league and basically make it like the NBA or the NFL, where right. you're in, you're in no matter what, you don't have to worry about it. So I don't know if you saw, but there's a little tiny, tiny bit of backlash. Yeah. So I guess the, uh, what the, the leader of the, of the league, I I forget what it, what is, what's the UFPA or whatever it is. Uh, UEFA and FIFA both said that they, if you were to join this league, you are not allowed to play for national teams. You're not allowed to play. And then uh, premier league, you're not allowed to play. And they're like, it's time. Yeah. There's time for you to walk back your decision. And I saw, Chelsea walked back their decision, did they not? Yes. So uh, in the last like uh, 12 hours, honestly, uh, uh, four of the English, actually all the English teams now have walked it back and said, we're not actually going to do this. We're going to think about this more and figure out exactly what we want to do. But Thor, as a non-soccer, European soccer fan, I wanted to get your thoughts. Do you think that the Super League makes sense or would you rather they continue doing it the way they're doing it? I think it depends what you're going for. If you're looking for like overall popularity and if you're looking to get into the, you know, into the te- like the discussion of like the top sports going on right now, then you do like like you need to make a bold move. I, I kind of compare it to like hockey changing up rules recently. You see a lot of things changing in, in baseball, in these sports that are not as popular. And they're like, all right, we got to make a splash. And soccer is one of those timeless sports to where it goes back to, you know, freaking um uh aztec time you know what yeah. i mean like it's been around forever and it's one of the, the most uh, the oldest uh european league started in 1866 yes so. <laughs> right right so like like crate or uh, maybe lacrosse was the native americans whatever the case was but what you know whatever 
it's one of those sports that's very old school. It has those old school ethical rules, but now it's, it's not as popular. You call it what it is. There's not as many people playing. Yes. You have your superstars, but you know, it's nothing compared to the NBA, the NFL, um, even baseball at this point. Uh, you gotta be careful because uh, soccer is definitely there's a global appeal, but it doesn't have the. All right. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm saying domestic though, but like I said, that's what. So I'm I'm looking at it from a domestic standpoint. But if they're looking to just like, it, I don't know. Like maybe they're getting bored. I don't know, man. I don't know enough about it. Okay, my next question: You run a soccer team. How much? Uh, how much multipliers of revenue would you need to hear for you to? Cr- double cross your fans basically and join a super league like this. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, no, I'm serious. That's... Like give, give me a number. What, what's that number that makes you make that decision? Cause I'll tell you if... well, how much am I making now? Like, what's your... right, like what am I, what am I, tell me what I'm making now. I mean, you know, the pandemic sucked. So you guys didn't make as much as you could have, but you're still probably, you know, you're one of the top 20 most popular teams in the world. So it's a chunk of change. Like it's no one's going to feel bad for you for, you know, you losing any money out of this, but then the super league can multiply it. There's, so I, many, I think if I'm at, yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I, I mean, millions, dude, obviously. No, like, I'm saying that. So do you need to double it to cross your fans? Do you need to triple it? Do you need oh, to oh yeah. It? I mean, honestly, Oh, uh, that's such a loaded question here, because like if, if there is a number eventually that is that is so high. Yeah. If you guarantee me like five times the amount. Yes. All right. I think that would be it. But so the it, number they estimated it at was four times the amount. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Is, Do you cross your fans at four times? Uh, I don't. I mean, that's really tough. Do I really like my fans? Am I trying to set my family up? What kind of person am I? Am I a selfish individual? Well, it's you, so yes, absolutely. I'm not, a, I'm not dude. A I'm like one of the least selfish people. Get out of here. <laughs> um, no, so I, I asked this question, and I'm glad you gave me the reaction that you gave me because this all first came out, and I just kind of, you know, became a European soccer fan more so in the last, like, 12 months, and it came out, and I was like, yeah, of course they should do this. Like, they're going to make so much money, and they're going to yeah. get such great sponsorships and everything, and then the huge backlash happened, and I was like, oh, man, like, yeah, the American mindset kind of is a crappy mindset. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's crazy, it. and I honestly I wish I cared more. I just don't, man. No, no, yeah, and I I mostly wanted to get your view as a, a non biased third party. So. Yeah, yeah, I but you know what? In that same vein, I am thinking about watching Ted Lasso, and that is a little bit more nice, about, like uh, FIFA and all that stuff. You're gonna fall in love with it. Yeah, I think that's a good Premier League. So yeah, so yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the thing. I mean, I liked playing FIFA in the past or whatever, but it's just like you know, I don't know enough about soccer. I just don't if have the emotional. Play, investment. It's hard to be invested if you didn't play soccer. Right? Yes, I did. Yes, like 15 years of soccer. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, I played like soccer like 15 years ago. <laughs> like I was on the yellow team. I did play like 15 years ago. I was like, you know, in high school. So. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, man, we're old. Man. We're really old, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were the yellow team, but that was our school's colors. So we had to be the yellow team. <laughs> uh, uh, that's yes. it, Thor. That's all I got for sports. Uh, uh, good, to, good to chat some football, football with you. Yeah, man. Well, dude, let's definitely uh, get together on this draft. Let's think about next time what we want to do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be coming at you with a little bit of a draft special next week uh, before this can't wait to actually sit down maybe we even do a little zoomy get together for the draft and we, so we can talk some smack and i can freak out like i did last year when when jalen hurts was taken would love to see that man yeah uh, yeah man yeah <laughs> now nah. um now this has been great man great show uh everybody you know where to find us spotify soundcloud apple podcast anywhere you find your podcast any last thoughts of the hair man it all started the big box of porn ladies and gentlemen thank you third dude <laughs> Uh, cue the music. (laughs)